everyone. Welcome to the Fortress of Solitude podcast. I'm your host, Sergio Pereira. And today I'm joined by a very special guest. Now, when I say special, I mean truly, truly special. He's a guy who wrote my favorite Deadpool comic of all time, Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. He's also the author for The Sixth Gun, Harrow County, and now the new writer for Shadow Man. I'm talking about Cullen Bunn. Cullen, how are you today? I'm all, I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing really, really good. But I, I need to ask you something before we even jump right into it. How is it possible that every time I, I walk into a comic book store, I see your name on every single cover? <laughs> it's far from every single cover. I think it's fewer now than it has been in a in long. I mean, it's, it's fewer titles now or in the last several, several months than it has been in a in, in a long time. But, uh, you know, I like to stay busy, so uh, it's nice to hear that uh, that books are on the shelf still. <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, your bibliography is just something which, I mean, you can scroll down Wikipedia. It's like, it looks like an infinite scroll sometimes. But I'm really glad, though, that you're back on, you know, like in the horror genre again. You know, you've moved away a little bit, I see, from, you know, superhero comics. And now you've, okay, technically speaking, Shadow Man can be considered that. But this seems more like your niche, like going back into something like Shadow Man. Am I correct in assuming that? Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I, I definitely have dialed back from a lot of, you know, a lot of superhero books and, uh, and, and really just, uh, I, I want to focus on, on characters that, that, that are right for me and that I think I can, I can bring something special to and that, uh, the publisher and editorial wants to work with me to do something different and interesting. Um, so Shadow Man is right there in that sweet spot. It's it's right in my bailiwick. It is a superhero book, and and who doesn't love superheroes? But <laughs> it's a it's a superhero book that uh, has the right tone. Uh, it has that those those horror tropes and elements that I, I really want to 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 work with. And, and also it's a, it's a comic that I can do something, uh, new with, and I can contribute something to it. And I can, I can write stories that, uh, that I think will, will really impact the readers and, and, and have something to say. Cool. And I mean, the thing is with Shadow Man has obviously had a very interesting history because in the early nineties, I remember when it was released, it was one of the top selling comic books of its time. And then obviously there was a whole issue with Valiant where it got sold over to Acclaim Entertainment. And then that kind of, you know, Acclaim went bust and then Valiant, you know, popped up again. So there's been several iterations effectively of Shadow Man that we've seen. What do you feel like with the series, you and your collaborators, obviously, what do you think you're going to be bringing to something different that we haven't seen before? Well, um, first of all, it's it's absolutely a, a it, while it's a superhero comic, it's absolutely also a horror comic, and we are delving into uh, different uh, subgenres of horror with every issue. We are uh, you know we're we're exploring different kinds of, of of horror stories. We are introducing sort of a new threat to the Shadow Man mythology. And, and we're really digging deep into the, the mythology of Shadow Man and the mythology of the dead side. Uh, we're going to be introducing some, a new villain that I think will, uh, will, first of all, will be super important to Shadow Man, but will be a huge, could be a huge player in the Valiant universe as a whole. Um, 
and and we're really approaching uh, each issue differently, I think, than than Shadowman's ever been presented before. Uh, every issue of of this new series, while there is a, a bigger over you know overarching story. Every issue of this new Shadowman series stands on its own. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And the reader can pick it up, read that story, and enjoy it, whether they've read every issue of Shadowman that's ever been published or if they've read no issues of Shadowman. Um, so each issue is a great jumping on point. Uh, and, and I think we're doing some and, – and believe me, the art is – is so impressive, and I think it's really going to look like no other comic on the shelf. It's a, it's yeah, a beautiful book. That's cool that you mentioned that because I, I got a bit of a sneak peek at some of it, and um, like one of the things that I realized immediately about the first issue was that the monsters, is, they looked incredible. It kind of reminded me a little bit. It had like a Clive Barker sort of like feel to it. You know, like sometimes when you, you see the reimagined of Clive Barker's creatures or even it was I think McFarlane toys like a while back, they had these like this monster figurine and it just reminded me of that. And like, what sort of influences um, are you and your artist? Obviously, you know, John, John Davis Hunt, what, what did you guys dive into to kind of think, all right, how are these creatures going to look? <laughs> well, it's interesting that you, you, you mentioned Clive Barker because I think maybe more than any other of my literary influences, Barker is probably the, the most, is the one that I would say is probably my heaviest influence for this book in particular. Uh, it is, I mean, I think I almost wear my Clyde Barker influences on my sleeve with with this series. Um, but yeah, I, I write, you know, I write my scripts and I describe, uh, I describe these creatures that that Shadow Man's encountering, and I try to give uh, John uh, enough. You know enough of an idea, but then he just goes crazy and and really blows it out. The you know, just takes my ideas and expands on them and uh, in these in the most horrific ways. <laughs> so, um, which is which is awesome. Which is what's great about uh, you know a true collaboration like this. That's what you want. And, uh, mm. and yeah, it's uh, uh, so yeah. I would I would definitely say Clyde Barker is a big influence uh, uh, on this series. You know, but also, you know, I would say some of the works of uh, writers like Poppy Z. Bright uh, would play uh, uh, a big role in this. Thomas Ligotti. I'm, I'm pulling, you know, my influences on this series, definitely a lot of, uh, of horror writers uh, who have influenced me in big ways. It's actually interesting you mentioned Ligoti because I remember there was the Nightmare Factory as well. And it was, um, I think it was a graphic novel that came out like many years back. And I remember some of the monsters as well. And like now that you mentioned it, I was trying to place like some of the influences, which I remember seeing as well. I was thinking, wow, this like, it's horrifying. Cause I remember the first time I saw it, like it, it just gave me chills. And it's the same feeling I got when, that's, you know, Shadow Man issue one. <laughs> that's, a gra- that's, that's really cool because I've never read the, the Nightmare Factory uh, graphic novel. I, I, I know it's out there, but while I was working on this book, the big, thick, uh, paperback, blue paperback copy of Thomas Ligotti's The Nightmare Factory, the collection of stories, sat on my desk very close at hand, probably, you know, in the early days of me working on Shadow Man, it was right there. So, so that's great to hear. So maybe there's some story there. Maybe like you know the the material is just you know some something supernatural is going on. Yeah. <laughs> we can you say can that count, you can count 
on something supernatural going on in this Shadow Man book. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So obviously, I mean, we, we've discussed a little bit about, you know, obviously the Shadow Man sort of history of the character. For you, where was the first time that you were actually introduced to the character? I know for me, especially one of my earliest points of being introduced to the character was the, the video game. Um, I was I was young at the time and I remember seeing this video game and it looked very cool, but obviously the character looks a little bit more different than like how we normally see Shadow Man, especially I think with the face paint right and like that was one of the aspects that caught me it was it was such a cool character and i remember like even playing this game it just you know it sucks you into this like new mythology and you're like wow okay this is this is rich this is this is deep and you know you want to find out more about jack obviously and for you what was the your first like let's say introduction to shadow man there so i was actually working at a comic book shop when shadow man first uh appeared in comic book form <laughs> so uh i was right there when the you know when the when valiant first kind of you know started appearing in comic shops and, and shadow man first appeared i was working in a comic shop and i was trying my best to read everything that came out because i wanted to be able to speak intelligently uh, about the the books to to my customers so i was yeah. right there when the when the book when when the very first iteration of Shadow Man took shape. <laughs> that's then, that's yeah, an interesting know, story. <laughs> yeah, then later on, you know, I remember when the video game came out, uh, and uh, and I I don't remember what system it came out for. I didn't have that system, but a friend of mine had it, and I remember being at his house playing uh, playing the the game a little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, so I was right. I, I remember when the I guess it was what ninety. Or it was the early nineties, ninety. I think it was ninety six or something. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was somewhere around there. But yeah, yeah it was, I, I was, I was, I remember being at a comic shop, working at, uh, working, managing this comic shop when it came out. Uh, when all okay, ninety two, it was yeah, ninety two. So that, that sounds right. correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I was, yeah, I was working at a comic shop when it came out. So that was, you know, I was, uh, I remember the character from those early days and. Uh, and you know that may even be why some of the you know some of the i associate in my mind there are these these uh connections between say clive barker and uh and shadow man because uh, i remember around that same time also you know this was would have been when i was you know really you know i was really into uh, you know the the short stories of clive barker and he yeah. had this com you know there were the, the clive barker universe comics that were coming out and there were you know, Nightbreed comics and, and everything else that I would have been, uh, I probably would have been reading around that time as well. That's pretty cool though. I mean, like you said, you were obviously there. What do you remember around that era? Do you remember like the hype that existed with Shadow Man? Because I mean, at a certain point, it was like the characters outselling, you know, even Marvel and DC characters. It was just a big hype. But I mean, obviously we know that there was the sort of trap initially in the, in the early nineties, you know, with the image boom that you saw comics, everybody just wanted to collect it, you know, first issues because they obviously thought the value was going to be insane and through the roof, but being there, like right on when this was happening, what was it like seeing the reception to such, such a new character like that? Well, it was, it was really interesting. And, you know, it was, it was not just the new character, but just the fact that there was this new you know this publisher in this entirely new universe, and uh, and there were a few others that were coming out. Of, I think you know somewhere around that time that I remember also being 
you know, hitting the stands and stuff. But, uh, but I, I absolutely remember, uh, there being, you know, enthusiasm for the characters. Uh, I, but I also remember a lot of, uh, speculation going on, you know, at the time where everybody was buying, you know, buying up multiple copies of these books, um, you know, in hopes of flipping them, I guess. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because obviously that sort of popularity, you know, you kind of expect it to, you know, to, to explode and carry on. I mean, obviously we look back at like, you know, characters like Spawn and that's stayed relatively successful for like, you know, many, many years. You know, I mean, it's going on now nearly three decades that Spawn has been around for. And with Shadow Man, I think that there was a hype in popularity, but then I think obviously the sale to acclaim, uh, Valiant sale to acclaim, you know, it impacted a bit because then they obviously had their own ideas for the character. Then obviously they went bust and then it came back. And do you feel that like this, there's a chance here that there's a chance for a possible resurgence in interest of the character, especially now if you consider like the likes of Valiant, the Valiant universe is now going into cinema. I mean, we look at, I mean, obviously Bloodshot came out, unfortunately came out in the middle of a pandemic, but I mean, I think it's success on Netflix speaks volumes that people are just drawn to the, the characters and obviously new superhero characters and new comic book movies. And do you think something like Shadow Man has got the possibility of resurgence, especially because it's supernatural? I mean, closest thing I can think of to you know kind of leaning towards just you know top of my head like John Constantine yeah know, something uh, like dealing with that I think there could be you know my hope is absolutely that this is this is a uh, you know that this sort of sparks with readers and that that we get a lot of new pe- you know a lot of people who've never read Shadow Man before grab this book and check it out I think it's uh it's such a cool book because it it straddles those two genres um, and uh, if you don't love, if you don't, you know, if you like superheroes, here's your superhero comic. It's Shadow Man. He goes out and he punches supernatural, you know, threats. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that had to be part of the book for me because that's, you know, has, has been, you know, a big part of who that character is from, you know, from the very beginning when, it, when he first appeared in 92 or whatever. Um, but it also straddles that horror genre. Um, and I think that, you know, I think it's an easy entry point um, both ways, really. I think people who read superhero books can can find this as a great entry point to the horror genre and, and to a into this wealth of stories that are out there um, that have nothing to do with superheroics. Um, but also, people who are really into horror stories and that kind of thing can really get into this character um, and can really get into this book and can enjoy it, uh, even though it's you know even if they've never read superhero books before. I love yeah, that it, it straddles those two genres. And, and that's yeah, like really cool. This is, this, you know, Shadow Man really is, uh, you know, well, Valiant, the Valiant Universe has, you know, what I consider two really great uh, John Constantine correlations. And, and that is Punk Mambo and Shadow Man. And I have, you know, I have much affection for both of those characters. Um, but, uh, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you like stories like, like, you know, if you like the, the characters like, you know, uh, John Connor. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool though. I mean, and obviously the other thing that we, we have to touch upon here is like something that's really going on in comics right now. And it's, it's super exciting is it finally feels like, you know, there's, there's an embrace of diversity for characters, you know, with POC characters. And it feels like everybody's finally getting on board with this. And I think, you know, we owe a lot of this success to black Panther to show that, you know, we do need more diverse stories. We do need more diverse characters. And do you believe that 
obviously with something like Shadow Man, that could be something else for, to, to grab people. People are, are interested in Black Panther, for example. Absolutely. Look, I think uh, I've long been a believer that uh, people need to, to read about characters that they can relate to and they need to see heroes that, uh, that, they can, that they can connect with and relate to and see themselves in. And, and yeah, uh, if, if that's you know, the thing that brings them to Shadow Man, that's awesome because uh, I, I would love for, for readers to, 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 ha- to see him as that character that they you know, can see themselves in or can, can connect with on some level. And that's a really cool thing about Shadow Man that I find as well as a character that he's just genuinely unique. There's nobody else really like him around. You know, you can pick up any other comic book out there, his powers, his storyline, the way it's set. Yeah, it draws on obviously various elements of horror and, you know, touches onto, you know, New Orleans, that, that sort of, and obviously Voodoo, we've got that those elements going on there, but it's just a very unique character. There's nothing else like that. And I think that's what works in his favor because this is just a comic book character. You think, wow, there's nothing else out there like okay we obviously draw the comparison to john constantine just because of the supernatural element but from a storytelling point of view i just don't see anything else like shadow man out there yeah he has a he's a very unique character in terms of of who he is the history of the character and his power set and you know we the previous iteration of shadow man uh when it ended the character had uh his powers had cha- had been in a position for his powers to change. Uh, he has a new understanding of his ability and his connection to uh, the supernatural, and that gave me a great opportunity to really uh, approach this character almost from the ground up. His power set—it's uh, while you know it's based on what we've seen before—has changed. Yeah. His connection to the supernatural has grown. And is very different. And the the great thing uh, about Jack Boniface is he's sort of an everyman. Yes, he has all these powers. Yes, he is our line of defense between our world and the world of the supernatural. But he's just like us, which is an awesome vehicle for being able mm. to describe the supernatural in ways that care, that readers will will connect to and and care about. That's super interesting. And obviously, in some previous iterations, there was obviously the tie between Jack and his dad, you know, his dad as Shadow Man before him. Is this something that we can perhaps expect, you know, to see without obviously giving away any spoilers here? But (laughs) is this something we can, will Jack's past play like a significant role in this run of yours? Or are you just focusing just on Jack where he's at at the moment? So I have, you know, my initial story arc and it, it run it's 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 several arcs of of the series. And if we, you know, knock on wood, get the chance to continue that story, you know, that story, then, yes, I want to explore those elements. But in the initial uh, the initial several arcs of the book, uh, I have that already all mapped out and it's really focused on the here and now for for Jack. Uh, the you know building a new understanding of of his connection to the supernatural side of the value universe and establishing this new uh, big bad villain that uh, that he's going to be dealing with. That's cool, cool. And now finally, Colin, let me know this and let me know let, let your fans know out there. What is your big hope for Shadow Man here? What is the one thing you want them to take away from this book when they pick it up? 
what like when they pick up the first issue, what what is the feeling that you want them to have after <laughs> they they read it? And I obviously know it's gonna you're gonna say something like, oh, you want them to love it, but what is your secret hope? What is the one thing you hope that somebody says to you? Like they're gonna actually tweet you and say, oh, you changed my life, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um- so with everything I work on, my first and, and foremost, my hope is that it it is enjoyable for the reader in whatever way that brings them joy. Uh, with Shadow Man, though, um, I want I want to give readers a little bit of something to think about when it comes. Uh, you know, yes, horror stories and comics often are uh, often are portrayed, especially in superhero comics the horror elements are almost uh, is played for camp or they're played for okay there's a horror element but uh you know this superhero is going to punch it in the face until it goes away and it's you know it's it's done so the horror is a physical manifestation and and that's it um in shadow man i feel like every issue i'm trying to you know while we're dealing with different subgenres of horror i'm trying to give readers a little something to think about in terms of of what this horror means what it represents i want it to kind of stick with the readers a little bit um so i I want every issue to i I I don't want to use the word haunt but i want every issue to stick with the readers for a while and have them think about it think about where it came from and think about uh I want them to think about fear in a little bit of a different way because it's too often that we equate uh, uh, horror with the the boo element, you know, the jump scare, uh, and that's great, but that's not what's really scary. What's really scary is what you you know is is what is where this horror comes from, how it manifests, what it represents, and and that's what I I, I hope uh, comes across on uh, you know in this book. I mean, we go into, let me tell you, there's some dark, dark places that we go with this series. Uh, some stuff that I was really surprised uh, <laughs> that they greenlit and approved from my uh, from my pitch. Because it, it goes into some scary places. And I'm, and I'm not just talking about, you know, scary from, you know, a gross-out point of view or, a, you know, a, a physical, visceral point of view. I'm talking there's, it's, there's some... Uh, there's some darkness in these pages. So basically what you're saying here is that you want to give a sleepless night. Is, that would am be I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> if those people who come to me in social media come to me at, you know, 3 a.m. and say, I can't sleep because of what happened in Shadow Man, I will rack that up as a win. <laughs> well, that, that's a great goal. But Cullen, once again, man, thank you so much for joining us on the show to discuss Shadow Man. It's, it's been awesome. Um, and where can our listeners obviously find you on social media? Like you drop your Twitter handle, Instagram, whatever you want, just promote it. Yeah. So you can always find me at my website, which is cullenbun.com. Uh, if you want to communicate with me, probably the most direct route is Twitter. Uh, that's where I, that's that social media wise. That's where I spend my most time. So, uh, and that's just, uh, at Cullen Bun. Perfect. Thanks a lot. And to the rest of the listeners, Thanks a lot for tuning in again. Don't forget to like and subscribe and hit us up and let us know what you'd like us to discuss. Until next time, cheers.